Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from the BallerLifestyle.com. Catching you up on everything that's happening on Matt James' season of The Bachelor. I believe we're about seven episodes in at this point, maybe eight. It's typically 10 a season, so I think we're seven. Uh, I am joined as always. Oh, my name is Brian Beckner, if I didn't say that already. I am joined, as I am every single time we talk about this, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hey, pal. And allow me to uh, start off the podcast with a headline, and I knew never do this. But um, USA Today's headline uh, yesterday the Bachelor's new episode marred by Chris Harrison and Rachel Kirk Connell's racism controversy. Yeah. What's going on with that? I saw that. Chris Harrison has had to take a leave of absence from the Bachelor. I think that there was a um, – I, I don't know a whole lot about this because my whole thing is that I, I try not to read things on the periphery of the show because yeah. I just assume they're spoilers. During the season, I kind of like to um, just completely concentrate on this and comment on the season. But this this is kind of different because it's not necessarily a spoiler as much as it's just um, Rachel, uh, who is the lead contestant on this year's show, uh, did something very insensitive, uh, racist – According to a lot of people, uh, Harrison went on a podcast um, and did a very bad job of trying to explain or defend Rachel, basically saying that, um, you know, you have to admit. And by the way, he was on a podcast with Rachel Lindsay, the first black contestant ever on The Bachelor. No, the first Um, black bachelorette. Bachelorette. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Chris Harrison tried to 
defend it by saying, you know, she did these things in 2018. You have to admit it's a different climate now than it was back then. And Rachel Lindsay wasn't having it. And after this interview, I guess a bunch of former Bachelor stars um, and contestants uh, asked for him to resign. And it looks like for now he is stepping aside, which means the only thing that he's really going to be absent from in the very near future is the after the rose, after the rose, whatever ceremony. After the or final show. rose. So um, I'm guessing what Jojo takes that over. They don't even need that shit. I, I find that utterly boring. It's really boring. It's way too long. It's all a whole bunch of chicks that you don't remember from the season and this season. I mean, there's a couple girls on there this week that I'm like, who is this person? I don't recognize this person. Like, I don't, like, like this has to be the least memorable bachelor cast in a long time. And it's because there's too many. There's just too many. You don't need this many. Um, I don't know what, I don't know enough about this. I don't know what Rachel did. I don't know if it was like an, I, I doubt that it was something overtly or I should say purposefully racist and that doesn't defend it. But I, I just th- think it's like, it's one of those things that, uh, that people down South do and yeah. they have done for uh, hundreds of years without thinking twice about it. Yep. Um, and she, um, had, she, she officially apologized for doing it. And apologize for the offensive and racist actions that she took. Um, And again, I didn't deep dive into this. I don't know the full details. I figure maybe we could put uh, Reality Steve on on our last podcast of the the season and he can kind of uh, give us the latest. But you and I have given Chris Harrison a lot of shit over the years on this on this podcast because he's really easy to make fun of, which. which, as we kind of said earlier in the season, we don't really want him to go uh, go away because he's so easy to make fun of. And JoJo's just some hot chick that might host the show. There's not a lot of room for, for joking there. Um, but I, I just can't see Harrison recovering from something like this. In other words, people have been uh, canceled for much less in this environment. So I, I just have a feeling we've seen the last of them. Um, yeah, I don't... You know, I mean, I'd, I'm not like a big Chris Harrison fan, but I don't, you know, it's, I don't know what to say. I don't, it didn't seem like he's like, I doubt he holds any very racist opinions, but I guess his, he was ignorant of the situation and framed it in a, in the wrong way. And you just can't do that. That's not allowed anymore or ever. That's, I think that's exactly right. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's in his yeah. heart? Yeah. Um, but anyways, I found that to be an interesting um, – It this episode kind of – I did watch it through that filter. Um, obviously, this episode was taped many, many weeks ago. That's right. Before all of this. That's right. So um, as you're watching it, you're thinking, okay, Rachel's – has submitted an apology and she's all she's she's in the shit right now. Harrison is sidelined. Um, I I read an um, a side note that you know the the serenading uh, artist in this episode was a black man named Aloe Black with two C's. Um, Aloe Black 
I was stunned to see Aloe Black on The Bachelor because Aloe Black is he's had number one hits or he's had top ten hits. He's he's a well known uh, R and B artist, and he's very um, he, he's a he's very uh, he's a social justice guy. He's very out in front with that with the message. Yeah. Um, so. You take all this into consideration. So the bachelor did have just kind of a different feel. But um, anyways, should we just kind of get to it? Because there was some funny shit. Yeah. What happened? What happened this week? I didn't get through the whole episode, so I'm going to need some updates. Well, remember, uh, Heather, um, you know, ruined our last episode by trying to infiltrate this season of the bachelor. Now, um, this was the final week before hometowns. And Heather, who is Hannah, Hannah's friend um, and someone else's friend, Matt's best friend's friend, I don't know. Anyways, she tried to infiltrate the show. So last week, the big cliffhanger was, is Matt going to accept her into uh, the show with the rest of the women? And what did I say? What did I say last week? You basically said that all this is going to a lot for nothing and she's going to go home because there's no way he could he could bring her in at this point. It was it was a stunt. It was it was placed there to make us to because they think we're fools. The bachelor producers think we're stupid idiots. And what happened, Jason? Um, Well, you know, they sit down. Because Matt basically kicks out Piper and says, let me talk to Heather um, for the sake. Of I definitely drama, I definitely would not kick out Piper. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? For the sake of drama, yeah. Piper did ball her head off and was inconsolable about it. So, yeah. if the show wanted to create emotion, it, at the very least, it did with Piper. Um, so, Matt's talking to Heather and he actually makes the comment, I've never met you. Um, and then he says, I never thought you'd show up here. Like, why Insane. would that even come into your mind? Insane. Like, I never thought you'd show up here. Um, and then basically after she she gives some half-hearted attempt to say, uh, Hannah says that you could be good for me, so I'm going to show up and try to be your, your wife. Um, he ultimately just didn't buy it. Um, he always knows what to say in the right moments, so she didn't feel bad. But... He basically said, I, I just can't do this, especially at this time of the show. There was someone, and I think it was Jasenia, who made a good point. If Matt's going to um, state to a room of women last week, I see my wife in this room, and then he allowed some rando to come in, that would, that yeah. would, uh, that would not be a good look. Yeah. Um, but you were right. Uh, Brian, you could, you could take your victory lap on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't... We don't traffic in spoilers here, but uh, that was that was an easy one to pick. That was an easy one to see coming. And then just based off what you're saying, what what we're discussing here and how Matt said, I see my wife in this room. And then this week, this this controversy comes out with Rachel. What's her last name? Kirk Kirk Holler Kirk Connell Kirk Connell. I'm just going to make a prediction. And again, I know nothing. We don't traffic in spoilers here. To me, there is no conceivable way that Rachel does not win the Bachelorette. (laughs) It's 
they wouldn't be out front with this story. It wouldn't be such a big deal if it was a if it was a contestant that doesn't end up winning the show. That's just my take on it. I have no idea. Rachel's been the front runner all along. I happen to think she's the most beautiful. Not, not that that matters. He had an instant connection with her, and now we're getting all this controversy surrounding her. It, she's going to be in the headlines for a while. They're getting out front of this. I'm here to predict that Rachel is your bachelorette winner, bachelor winner. I mean, she certainly has the inside track, especially after watching tonight's show. But like, um, I'm guessing, and our friend Reality Steve, friend of the show, um, has really kind of uh, kept the Bachelor franchise's toes to the fire over the years. And that he gets so far out in front of shit and he breaks news and he kind of forces them to address things. I don't know. I have no idea what the what the start of this was, if this was a reality Steve bomb or if something else. I'm guessing he's been all over it. But you ju- you're right. You don't you don't get out in front of a story like this unless a she ends up winning it and we got to start the PR around it. Yep. And then or two. It's already out there because somebody like Reality Steve puts it out there. Us Weekly and people and everyone are running with it. We have to address it. But that puts them in a weird position of having an episode last night that was in the bank. And they it wasn't like they were just going to break in live and address this ordeal. It would have been a non sequitur. So, yep. um, yeah, it puts them in a tough spot. Yep. Um, so we'll see how what happens. I'm not going to read spoilers. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do that. Me I don't want to break stride on this. So nope. um, we'll see. And she, she's really good looking. Um, she's cute as a button, and she's been in love with them since like the first episode. Yep. I would not doubt it if she uh, makes it. I do have to point out that our friend Heather um, did before uh, Matt let her go. Matt had to go to the side and think about it. Um, that did give Heather just enough time to be harassed and bullied by the women yeah. on the couch. Uh, the, the same women who were called out on the mat for bullying. And then they said they, they, they changed their ways yeah. and were all fake about it. They, they, they completely crushed this chick. They, yeah. Like no mercy. Good. Um, which is really, again, um, the lack of self-awareness on this, they, they look, they look really bad and they've done it now multiple times in the show. But um, anyways, uh, goodbye, Heather. Um, I think one of the good lines was when she, um, was trying to explain herself, she started crying to the, to the women in the room and Serena, uh, Asian Serena had a pretty good line. She's like, um, take that to the interview. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) And they basically said, get the hell out of here. So, uh, so there you go. Heather's done. And that's, and it's again, we're in a different time because this is what the show has been built on. It's the, it's the whole point of having a whole group of people fight over one person is that the clicks will form that the, the people will gang up on each other. There will be favorites though. There will be people who aren't liked in the house. Like it's, this is what this show is, but now we live in a time where people are a little more aware and they're a little more concerned with perpetuating a type of behavior that has been determined to be toxic. So they're, they're acting like the bullying has just started right now, 
on The Bachelor, the bullying has existed in every season of The Bachelor. Like this is the found it's a foundational pillar of reality TV in general, but especially the Bachelor franchise. Get the fuck out of here with that. Let's let's call it what it is. So what you're saying is that the the actions on The Bachelor haven't changed, but the environment exactly. outside of The Bachelor exactly has. Right. Now, um, so they went to the rose ceremony that night. Uh, he said goodbye to two. Chelsea, who I know you had you, you liked. Yeah, the I liked her a lot. Black woman. Yeah. Model. I liked her to uh, win. Yeah, she's out. Yep. Um, and then Serena, the Asian Serena, he she, he he booted to she, the curb. You know what? She kind of grew on me. She had an interesting look, but I saw her. I saw her. She got kicked off, and I saw her walking out with those long legs, and I was like, "Wow, I was it." That was also a tough one to let go. Two sort of surprising releases this but you week. You have to admit. You have to admit, Serena. To me. Both Serena's have uh, kind of skated through the season yeah, without any like any time with him. Yep. I haven't seen any kind of a connection. Um, the other Serena was was chosen to stay, and somehow she is going on to the next week, which I have no idea how or why. Because I think when you said that, I think I just saw a woman for the first time this week. I think you're thinking of the other Serena. I think um, I am Serena P. Been, Serena P. Been, who who went on the acro yoga date. Yeah. And that's where I kind of wanted to start. So, um, you know, the big thing is, is that hometowns are next week. Hometowns. Hometowns are yeah. next week. Yep. Um, so anyone who gets a rose, um, is one of the four hometowns. So like one-on-one dates are, are important, right? Um, and this Serena gets a one-on-one date I honestly could not tell you one thing that has happened with her this year. I don't. I have, I have no idea. She's so her face looks familiar, but she's been a complete non-factor all she, season. I thought she might have had another one-on-one earlier. No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Um. So. Um. So sh- they go on this uh, tantric yoga thing, which seems to happen once a season. Yeah. I don't know if it's tantric yoga, but something tantric something. Or something they do that- like body painting. <laughs> they do like nude mud yeah. painting or yeah, there's something like quasi sexual that happens at, towards the end of each season. I mean, and, and this one, um, they did this one maneuver where she was uh, that she was asked to plank over yeah. his his body and then lower her midsection yep. down into his crotch. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. And they have her in an interview saying uh, this. I'm not into this at all. I would have never chosen anything like this. And she just she's she just likes to take it slow. She doesn't yeah. want to jump into <clears throat> affection and all this sexual stuff right away. Which is, of course, on The Bachelor where there's no bullying and people aren't forced to do things they don't want to do. Uh, what an accident that they would pick the most, <laughs> the the least uh, uh, interested in a sexual, a performatively sexual type date to be thrown into that. I mean, I'm sure it was just an accident. And of course, this guy was completely oblivious. Matt loved it. Um, and... They get to the uh, the dinner after the date, and she tells him, I wasn't into that at all. That's the last time I'll do anything like that. And then just starts talking to him about taking it slow and stuff. And in my mind, I'm thinking this. Uh, this woman has been a complete non-factor all season. I don't have a relationship with her. In other words, 
she has not had a relationship with the audience. It she could come or go, and I thought it was one of those things where he, he invited her on a one on one to just have a fun date, and then he's, he's going to let gonna her get go. rid of her. Yeah, but after she says, "I'm the kind of person that takes it slow." And I'm not overly sexual. He would look like a giant asshole if he didn't give her the yeah. rose. So it was like he was in a position where he almost had to give away one of his four roses. Yeah. Because to not give her a rose in that context would have made him look like a giant uh, douchebag. I know, but th- he handles everything really well. You know, he was like, hey, he's like, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. And he's like, you know what I liked is when we were like this. And he was like, <laughs> he just really is just an, a real easygoing guy. And, uh, you know, you could see why the girls like him so much. I think um, even when he kicked off Heather... Not to not to backtrack, but he he goes to the group. He goes, hey, he goes, you know, there. He says something like, "There's not going to be any new girls here," or he's like, or he's like, the, you know, the woman of my dreams is already here, or something like that. <laughs> right, and right. then he leaves, and one girl's like, "I'm so wet right now." Like it was yeah. like it was like just like everything he does is the right move. He's he's actually one of the best bachelors I think we've ever had, just in terms of temperament, likability. He's not, he's not a huge bore like Ben Henson Higgins. <laughs> it seems like you people like to have fun during the holidays. You know, what's not fun returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. You have one of two uh, people that are bachelor subjects. You have, you just have the meathead. Um, who yes. isn't very good at articulating himself. Ari Leyendijk. And, and then you have the guy that is always thinking before he says something, I want to come off as smart. And, yep. he look, and he's like, but this guy, it takes a lot for him. He must be really smart because he just kind of, you can tell he, he thinks about things, but he just, he always delivers the right line. And I don't get the uh, impression he's doing it because he's on camera. Um, but you're right. He made that situation where, where all the women were simultaneously like, wow, I've totally, uh, second guessed this whole process. If he brings Heather into here and then he goes in and he makes them feel the opposite way. Like he basically said, I'm going to marry each of you right now as we stand. Um, so, uh, the group date envelope arrives and this is a big one because whoever isn't on the group date gets the last one-on-one before Hontas. Yep. Um, so, Jacenia and Abigail have not gotten a one-on-one date. Abigail becomes a bit of a story in this and that she got the first impression rose way back in the first episode. Yep. 
and she hasn't had any one-on-one time with him, and and, she, and that that bothers her. So that's a story. Jacini was a complete nobody until she took on MJ, and she really shined as she took on MJ for being a, a, a the person leading the bullying brigade. I'm just now realizing that Jacinia is the one that was on this week. And I'm like, who is that person? And now I realize, Oh yeah, she was the one that had the fight with MJ and MJ got sent home. That's her, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it basically bought her one more episode right. of being famous because, um, because anyways, uh, she gets the final one-on-one date. Um, Abigail is named in the group date. Jacenia gets her one-on-one and she's fired up. But I think just about everybody in the audience saw what was coming and that, he was going to whatever, whoever he chose on that one-on-one date was not going to end with her getting a rose because we got, we got to do the math here. He, he's has, uh, he, he gives the rose away on the first one-on-one. He's got a rose to give away on the group date. He can't give away a third rose without there being a rose ceremony. So I just assumed the last one-on-one date was going home. Uh, but before that, the group date, um, unless they just completely glossed over it and had an activity, there was no activity. It was the group date was on the couch with cocktails and Matt basically saying, I'm looking forward to speaking with each of you tonight and seeing where this is. Yeah. Um, so it, it basically became a night of further conversations and making out. Um, if there were, uh, were five women, mm-hmm. he made out with four of them. Yep. Because he kicked one to the curb. So Abigail um, explains to him all this. You know, we got the first impression, Rose, and, and nothing since. <laughs> Matt really kind of like he's had great things to say all season, but he didn't really make sense with this one. Yeah. Um, he basically said, yeah, we hit it off at first, but other relationships have surpassed us. Um, and I'm going to go with, with, with my heart on that and, and let you go. Can I walk you out? And the whole time I'm thinking he acts like he had no part in the other relationships <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. From hers. And and on the way out, he actually had the balls to, uh, to, to hug her and say, I wish we had more time together. Yeah. He, yeah, he could have had more time with her. <laughs> He liked the He's other the chicks bachelor. more, but that's yeah. his move. I mean, that's yeah. what he does. Um, I thought he was, you know, I thought he was fair and honest and, you know, he gave her a rose last week. He let her linger another week. And, but then he was like, look, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. We're not, you're, you're, you're not who I'm going to pick. I'm not going to pretend that you are, you know, you're a nice person. I like you, but let me let me walk you to the limo, which should be a golf cart because they're all staying at the same hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I wish I wish we had more time together, um, even though I'm the bachelor and I choose who I want to have time with. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so um, at some point in one of the conversations, Michelle, who I my theory has always been that somehow he handpicked her to come on the show in the right. midst of the show. Yes, she was one and of the, she was one of the five late one comers. Of the five. Yep. The f- other four are gone. Michelle tells him that she's 100% committed to him, even though I think she's been there two days. Um, and so she, she's in, um, or at least she's all in on him. So, um, 
I will say this. He gets on the couch and he does something pretty rude. So there was a, there was Kit, there was Rachel, uh, Michelle, Bree, and I think that's it. Um, Bree, by the way, pulled a dirty move. Bree, again, I, I just don't know how um, genuine these excuses are. Bree basically says in an interview, I need to tell him something. They sit down on the couch and she says, I just want to let you know something that earlier this week I resigned from my dream job. Oh yeah. <laughs> to, to, and, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, I weighed it. I weighed, I weighed what, what's more important to me right now. And, and she's like, this isn't just any job. This is my dream job. And I resigned it, uh, to stay here with you. And it's like, that is such a dirty move. Um, so of course, Bree, as if Jason, as if she couldn't keep her job and the show could end. And if they were so in love, they could, they could meet back up, <laughs> but she has her same dream job. <laughs> this is much like, this is why I love bachelor in paradise. Cause at some point during bachelor in paradise, Chris Harrison shows up and says, Hey, you either need to get engaged or break yeah. up. <laughs> And everybody's like, I guess we're breaking up. And it's like, well, you can just be together when there's no TV yeah. cameras there. Like, you don't have to quit your job. If you had fallen in love, you can be in love after the show ends. It's not it's not an either or. Well, how about this decision? One? Yeah. How about how about the common sense one? And she could have made it a part of the show. She yes. was given a chance to uh, – she had a, a conversation with her boss and he says, come back now or you're going to have to resign or whatever. She goes to the show and says, I need to have a conversation with Matt. Yeah. They, could have the, that, they could have the conversation on camera. Matt could be like, I don't want you to walk away from your dream job because there's eight other women here and I don't know if you're the one. In fact, I'm pretty – pretty sure you're probably not and then she can go and work on yes. her freaking dream job yes. you don't yes. you don't resign yes. the dream job yes. and then roll the dice on the guy to pick that's, you between six people yes exactly of course so, <laughs> like, so that's think, even better yeah so think about it there two women now have basically compelled him to give her a hometown like yeah. For the first one was Serena, who basically said, I don't have sex quickly. I take it slow. So he couldn't say goodbye to her. And then now, Bree, basically, I walked off of my dream job. You better pick me. Um, so he does a, a weird, cruel thing. He, um, he goes to the couch and he gives Rachel the rose. Not a big surprise. Rachel's the front runner. She's going to have a hometown. And then he stands up and he says, and, uh, and, and, uh, there's something else that I have planned tonight. And I think all the women on the couch are like, Ooh, even more. That's kind of cool that we're going to extend the night with this guy. So, uh, Rachel and I are going to get up out of here and we'll see you guys at the rose ceremony. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he told they pulled the rug out from under him. Yeah. They're all just kind of looking at each other. And then this was after, right? Kit, Kit is, I hate her guts. 
Kit is one of those people where she's like, she sat Matt down, right? This has already happened on the episode, right? She, she sat Matt down and she's like, look, here's how it's going to be. I'm doing exactly what I want all the time and I'm not doing anything that you want. So I'm going to finish my degree and I like to cook and I'm not having any babies until I'm exactly 26 and a half and I'm not fucking moving to where you live and you can come to me when I'm, when I have time and just really, because well, one, she's 21 and she's a she's in Gen Z, so she's she's been coddled to a degree that we don't understand. She also vibes that she grew up privileged. Yes, but th- so then she's and and Matt, of course, is like cool. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Like he's not he's just <laughs> so chill about it when he could have easily been like, you know what? It seems like you really have some strong opinions and and you're uh you're very ready to live your life and that's probably not going to work with me and he could send her home. But instead, he's like it's cool. But then he gives he gives her the rose and Kit's like, "What the fuck?" Right. <laughs> She's like, she thought she had worked him and, but she's now she realizes, oh, he's just keeping her there as a placeholder. Well, the, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, see, this is what, where my mindset is right now, that if you're down to the hometowns, you know exactly who you're going to, uh, propose to. Um, I, I guess there have been a couple dolts who have fallen in love with two women, but like usually I think that he has made up his mind. And at this point, I think you're keeping the, the people that you're eventually going to send home. You are, you want to keep the people that are easy outs as long as possible. She basically told him all the reasons why he's going to tell her that they're not going to be together. In other words, if she goes to the hometowns next week with him and he decides to let her go, then he could basically say, you know what? Pursue your dreams and have kids at 26. I'm not there. I want to do this later. Quicker. Yeah. And so I, I assumed he was kind of putting in his back pocket to utilize later. Yeah. But um, so anyways, after Rachel and Matt have their little serenade, um, with with Aloe Black, Black from Laguna Hills uh, High School. Kit was basically like, that was a punch in the gut. I was trying to tell him uh, that I didn't want to be here in the first place, and he, and, he, and he didn't flinch. So she goes to his room yeah. and basically breaks up with him. It was kind of like one of those, I'm going to break up with you before you break up with me conversations. Yeah. Yep. And then um, you see that occasionally on the bachelor and it's, it's yeah. whatever kit was, kit was so unlikable, so unmemorable. <laughs> I don't want to see her on bachelor in paradise. She's seems extremely pretentious, very stuck up. She has, she admittedly has RBF resting bitch face. <laughs> I've had a, a, a complete, my complete fill of kit. And I hope to God I pray, I drop to my knees every night and I pray to my Lord and Savior that I never encounter Kit again on any TV program. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, um, she broke up with him and then he um, said, I'm not ready to let go of this. I'd like you to stay. He Again, yeah. he, he gave her a chance to stick around yeah. and she's like, well, I'm not having it. And she left. Yeah. So yeah, Kit's a, a, a done deal. Um, Abigail's a done deal. So 
but that leaves Jacinia, right? Jacinia, yeah. um, she's cute and she's smart. And I think the the actual date was should have been a screaming like warning. Um, you're not going to get a rose because the the date that he had planned for them, and this is the final date before the hometowns, and yeah. he barely knows this woman, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, was to do a bunch of driving around uh, in a race car. What is that called? Drifting? Drifting oh, around yes. oh. in, in, a, in a car. Uh-huh. That was their, their date, which looks really fun, and I would love to do it. But it's not the kind of date no. where you're trying to get to know somebody <laughs> That's better. Right. That's right. It's the kind of date where you're like, let's have a ton of fun, and then I'll let you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the kind of date where you need to come up with things to do so yeah. you don't have to talk to the person too much. Right. And, um, you know, Jacinia, to her credit, at the dinner afterwards, spills her heart to him, says um, says that she sees a future together and all that. And then Matt does, for the second straight week, he picks up that rose, a very cruel maneuver that he must be forced to do, uh, picks up the rose and goes into the spiel and then says, but he gives the big but word and then explains why he's letting her go. Yeah. Um, she's stunned. He says, can I walk you out? Um, and she goes into the SUV to drive, uh, 50 feet down to her room. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So So, that leaves two roses for three women. Right. And the three women are Michelle, uh, Brie, who basically is blackmailing him. Yes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh And then, um, let's see, who's the, uh, who's the third? Cause Rachel, and our girl Serena have have roses, and there's two roses for three. And oh, Michelle. Yep. Michelle Bree. Um, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, um, he gives he gives the rose to oh Piper. Piper's the the key here. He gives the rose to Bree, Michelle. And Serena and Rachel already had one, so Piper is being sent home. Now, Piper is drama. Um, she showed in this episode, you know, she was inconsolable once uh, Heather Martin walked into the walked into the mansion. And then um, she had one of a rare exit for this show, especially with Matt, who is a really good guy. Piper did not take it well. Like he didn't give her a rose. She's nuts. She's crazy. She she was hugging all the women and yeah. and stayed with the women and forced him to walk up to her as opposed to her uh, exiting on the way out walking to him. Yep. And then he he kind of like walks out with her and she's not talking to him and then um gets into the SUV without a hug or a goodbye, just a complete um, I mean, I think a lot of people on the show want to do that, but rarely do you actually see people do that. Good. That they did kind of they fun. Zero buy, which was kind of cool. Yeah. No filter. But, um, so Brie, uh, Piper's out. So we have Brie and we have Serena. Both of them have compelled Matt to keep, keep them around. So I don't think they're getting to be, uh, his fiance, Michelle, who I'm, convinced is going to be one of the final two which i've predicted 
from that really fishy first episode she had. So it's Michelle, and then there's Rachel, um, who has this big racist controversy. So what is the show going to do? Um, we will see. We have hometowns next. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, there was a tease for um, the next couple weeks of The Bachelor, and one of the dates is skydiving. Oh, fuck that. And they show, I'm guessing, um, the female, which kind of looks like Rachel, um, having a horrible spill when they land. Fuck that. Like, like they didn't. They didn't. They didn't slow down enough to land, yep. and they basically went into the ground full speed. It looks serious. So, um, so we'll see how that plays out. This is the. This is like the. Re- this isn't the real world road rules challenge. You know. <laughs> no, he, he's a risk taker. That's what he said tonight. No. So all the, he's getting these all out, out of the way on the bachelor's yeah, time. I'm not a risk taker. So if they're like, "Hey, your date is um is is skydiving or bungee jumping, I'd be like, fuck off. Like put, have Piper do that. Like I'm not doing that shit, but you know what it's going to be. It's, it's always, um, under the, what, under the filter or the guise of, um, you know what? I, this is totally out of my comfort zone, but I have to take a leap of faith. Yeah. I, you know, these are the kinds of things I have to go out on a limb. Um, it's scary. But so is a relationship, and you just have to do it. Um, so that's basically what that's going to be. Yep. We're down to hometowns, hometowns. and then uh, and the, the show is marred with controversy. So I say we do hometowns next week. Yep, and maybe the following week we bring reality on and mm-hmm. uh, and see what happens after the the final rose. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, until then, for Jason Stewart, great job as always, Jason. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We'll see you next time. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week. We're making a connection, we're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toast some champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to re- Reality Steve, so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.